Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey. Very glad that you can join me this week. All right, I think what I'm going to do is take a short break from this series that I'm in the middle of. It's called the Starting a Business series, sort of taking you through my whole process of building my business, just as a case example. And uh, in the last episode, we were talking about finding mentors and models and some of that connection that you're doing or some that I was describing was through social media. And I've been thinking a lot about this and particularly about Pinterest just because it represents sort of a different thing than what we've heard from, you know, all the troubles that social platforms have been having uh, lately. For instance, Facebook, largest social platform, obviously, with Russian infiltration, uh, fake accounts, ads that uh, affected the 2016 election and are probably going to affect the 2018 elections. Not cool. And then, of course, Twitter, too, with bots and widespread problems with abuse. These things are, well, let's just say that the the folks who are in charge of these entities have not done enough yet, even though they're making, they're starting to take it a little more seriously. But uh, these platforms have problems. And look, I still love Twitter. I use it a lot. I get a lot out of it. You got to look past a lot of things to love Twitter. But Facebook, I mean, aside from all the problems, to me, it's just become junky, right? To me, it's kind of the new MySpace. It's just loud. It loads slow. You know, there's just a lot more ads, you know, and I know Zuckerberg has vowed to to fix it. But as I detailed in a couple earlier episodes, I'll leave links in the show notes for you. It's not good. Not a good place to be right now, and it could be on the decline. And in point of fact, you know, for the first time, uh, we see usage declining on the platform. It may be in response to some of Zuckerberg's uh, changes that he's outlined at the beginning of this year. But either way, I think that, uh, you know, this is starting to flag. And look, it's still the most dominant social platform at 2.13 billion monthly active users. You know, it's not going anywhere immediately, but it's not doing as well as it once was. And to me, that's good news. I think there's, uh, it's time for something new. Now, I want to talk about Pinterest. I don't mean to say that this is the thing that's going to be the new big thing, but, but Pinterest in a way is sort of, it's sort of a different entity. Uh, and I'll quote from John Battelle, who wrote a great article called Pinterest's Third Way, left a link for you so that you can read this yourself. He said, look, it's not about being entertained, as it would be in Facebook, or getting an answer to a specific question like Google. Quoting, people come to Pinterest with an itch to scratch, a task to be done, right? People want to figure out what to make for dinner, how to redo a bathroom or plan a wedding. And they build intricate maps of those intentions through their Pinterest boards. And in the past few years, Pinterest has gotten quite good at helping their users discover new ideas to add to those boards. I think this is really something very different from what we see in all the major platforms right now, and it's worth examining. Now, Pinterest, in terms of size and usage, whatever, Facebook is first, YouTube is second, then there's Instagram, Tumblr is still important, Uh, Twitter just behind that, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Uh, All the bigs are still the bigs, and um, even Reddit, 
Quora. These still have 250 million and 190 million monthly active users, respectively. So uh, Pinterest is at about 170 million monthly active users. But over the past few years in 2015, that was 70 million, 2016, 100 million, 2017, 150 million. So this is a platform that's growing. Now, the demographics are really desirable uh, for uh, advertisers, for brands, for people looking to get in front of folks, because 81% of Pinterest users are women, uh, though 40% of new signups over the past year or so are men. And the median age of a Pinterest user is 40. However, the majority of active pinners are below 40. And millennials use Pinterest as much as they use Instagram. So really popular platform. But to me, it functions a little different than the two, I guess the sort of two classes. I think of these as open systems versus closed systems. So open systems are systems like Twitter and its properties like Twitter, Medium, and the Google properties like Google Plus and YouTube, right? They're open. They're good for connecting with people you don't know already. Uh, it's not a closed system like the Facebook and Microsoft properties. So for instance, Facebook itself and Instagram, uh, the chat platforms, uh, meaning Messenger, Facebook Messenger, and WhatsApp, also a Facebook property, um, or LinkedIn, which is a Microsoft property, right? You you kind of, you're there to connect with people that you already know. And, you know, things like Snapchat have sort of followed that lead and make it difficult to find new users. And they do that intentionally on purpose, right? So there's the difference between these sort of open systems and closed systems. And, you know, in determining which ones are right for you, you know, you look at things like Twitter and the open systems where real time is important, right? Or you're trying to get answers or information. You're trying to connect with people that you don't already know. And Facebook is about, you know, replicating relationships with people you already know. LinkedIn is the same, right? Pinterest is a little bit different. Pinterest is kind of more like a personal utility, if you will, than a social platform, right? So it's about discovery. It's about you know, getting something done. Um, you know, it, it's not about the sharing so much. And this is why sometimes it's a little confusing for people who are new to the platform, because it doesn't function in this sort of, you know, here, here's my stuff, and I want everyone to see it. It's more accumulating things. And then if people see it, okay, that's great, you get some enjoyment out of it, wonderful. So it's much more soft touch. So think of, uh, compare the way this this would work uh, to Instagram, which is also focused on images, right? If you post something on Instagram, if not enough people like it, you kind of did it wrong, right? The, the focus there is to try to garner some attention with the, the uh, folks that you're connected with. Now, Pinterest, you're not really waiting for people to respond to it, to know whether or not you should have pinned it or if you did it right. You know, it's, you're there to, to create collections of things that you want uh, to use in the future, now, you may be asking, okay, Michael, so this is a marketing podcast. If I'm a brand or someone trying to connect with an audience using this social platform, okay, great that it functions differently, but how do I do that? How do I connect with people? And keep in mind, Pinterest is on the rise because advertising is still its core business model. And what I've found so far in running tests versus Twitter or Facebook ads, Pinterest still has the best bang for the buck 
in ad spend. And there's a few reasons for this, why advertising feels a little different on Pinterest. Okay, first of all, it's a natural because Pinterest is image focused. So it fits in very well with the ad model of selling a product, right? It's a very natural fit. Uh, again, uh, attractive demographic, women, millennials. Um, and as far as the consumer pathway, the ads don't feel like they're as intrusive, right? They feel a little bit more native, not just because they're image focused, but think about this. If people are using Pinterest to collect up things or they're looking for stuff, <laughs> right? And you show up with something that's relevant to what they're collecting right now, relevant to the interests that, that they have at hand, right? You'll actually be welcome. It won't feel like intruding if you're relevant about it, right? So think about this. They're at sort of this point in the buyer's journey, if you will, where they're kind of in consideration mode, but they haven't fully made up their mind. Kind of cool, right? You can show up at that point in the buyer's journey. Your goals are aligned, right? You have the goal of the consumer, right? I'm looking for something. I'm collecting up things. I'm, I'm assembling ideas. And you have the advertiser's goal, which is, hey, I have something that might be able to help you. You've got alignment. And that's why it doesn't feel like it's constantly pushing things in front of you in the way that Facebook or Twitter does, right? It feels like, generally, feels like an interruption or an intrusion into the thing that you want to do. Now, again, you know, to use Pinterest ads, that doesn't mean that you can just, you know, use this in a very push fashion as much as, you know, you might think that that's the way that advertising works. You want to be soft touch about it. If you can achieve alignment, your consumer is looking for something, hey, guess what? I'm potentially the answer for you. And you do it in a soft touch manner. You'll get much more engagement. You'll be welcome at that point. But you got to be clever about it. And again, all of this in content strategy is good writing that connects with people. It's got to be the right timing to the right person with the right message. And you can do a lot with that if you're clever about it. The cool thing is that Pinterest's environment is really conducive to that. So if you haven't given Pinterest a try or you've done it and given up or whatever, I would urge you over the coming months to maybe run some new experiments with it because I find it to be a really great platform. And what I hope is that maybe this episode makes you think a little differently about the platform, maybe give it another chance. All right. Well, hope that you find that to be helpful. And, you know, like I said, this was a little excursion outside of this series that I'm doing, uh, but it kind of fit well, you know, talking about connecting uh, with with uh, mentors and models. And then the next episode is going to be testing your initial assumptions, a part of this series. Um, and you're going to do some of that through social as well. So I've had this on my mind a lot. I uh, have been very unhappy with Facebook in particular. I still like Twitter, but it's got problems. Pinterest is another option. So I've been thinking about these other platforms and um, hope that this gives you some food for thought. Okay, until the next episode, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it.